It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. And welcome back to The Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone. We are back. We are back for another week, and we are super excited because we have a special guest this week on our podcast, um, and, and I'm like so excited to bring you guys someone who's been on the franchise before. I know we've had a lot of different people from Bachelor Nation. um, And then we kind of got into some different like TikTok people and other folks who are doing recaps, which has been awesome. But I'm so excited to have another special guest who was actually a contestant on Colton Underwood season of The Bachelor. And she is best known for kind of making this like awesome exit from the show, which I love um, when they were in Thailand. So please welcome to The Bachelor degree, Elise Delbaum. Thank you guys so much for having me. And yes, I made quite the exit, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. So our listeners know this because we have said this so many times, but Jill and I were actually, so how Jill and I met was in London. We were both studying abroad together and we ended up living together. So when we were in London is when Colton's season was on and we tried so hard to watch the season. And the UK just would not let us watch it. We tried every, you know, site to try and watch it illegally and it just did not happen for us. So unfortunately we did not watch Colton's season. And I feel like it's come up so many times with different guests and whatnot, but I did watch some recaps before um, talking to you. And so I do know a little bit about um, (laughs) how you kind of left and and obviously a little bit, you know, about Colton's season, but we want to start off first and, and kind of have you share with us why you decided um, to go on The Bachelor in the first place? You know, it was, I've, I've loved The Bachelor, but I watched it very much as a spectator and never anticipated being on the show in any capacity. Um, and <laughs> I still to this day don't know who nominated me. I don't know if my friends just haven't confessed to it or what's going on, but I have no idea how I got um, put up to be on the show, but they called and it was funny enough that my brother and sister were in town at the time and we were about to go for a walk and I get this call and I'll just answer it. And I thought it was a prank. I thought one of my girlfriends was like playing a prank on me. And then they sent me a follow-up email and I knew... (laughs) Like, no offense to my friends, but none of them are rich enough to have abc.com as their domain for their for their email. So um, it just kind of progressed from there. And it was serendipitous in a way because I had turned 31 right before I went on the show and my sister had passed at 31. And so I'd kind of made this promise to myself that that year I was going to just say yes to anything. And the day I made that promise, they called the next day. Wow. So it was just kind of this serendipitous thing that it fell into my lap. And I said, well, why the heck not? Yeah. I mean, it kind of sounds like it was meant to be. That's, that's crazy. You know, like you said. Um, Yeah. So I know Maddie discussed kind of like that you left early. So why did you decide to leave early from this season? There was a lot of factors. One, I think uh, because I was in a group where I was um, kind of the oldest, I really took on a lot of, caring for the girls. Um, And while that was great, because it led to a lot of amazing friendships, it kind of took me out of concentrating on my relationship with Colton a bit. And 
while that seemed a negative at the time, I think in the end it was a positive because I was able to put things in perspective of would he be a good partner um, for me in the long run. And I just thought we were on different pages. There's a lot of people that I've met and our relationship has progressed really quickly, but I knew that Colton and I at that time were not where I was in previous relationships to like make the steps to have him meet my family and introduce them to a world that they didn't sign up for. So there was a lot of things going to it, but as we all know now, I uh, made the right decision because that relationship wouldn't have worked either way. Exactly. exactly. I was I was actually um watching your interview that you did um with with is it Sarah from Us Weekly? I think that's yes. her first name, Sarah. Yeah. And and you know just kind of talking about that a little bit was was it a shock to you when when Colton came out? Um was that something that like you had maybe heard a little bit about before or was it very much a surprise? Um, I think anytime that you're a part of this show, you make friends with a lot of people from past seasons. And so you get to hear little rumblings of things. Um, but it wasn't my story to obviously comment on or tell. So until he talked about it, um, I just assumed it was rumors until it was confirmed by him. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, now since you've sort of been off the show for a while, what have you been up to since your season? You know what? I just kind of went back to life as normal, (laughs) um, as much as you can. And then, you know, a pandemic hits and things have changed pretty drastically. I've been a makeup artist for 12 years and obviously that industry took a massive hit. Um, so I went back to bartending to supplement my income for a while. And now that things are opening back up, um, hopefully making moves back into the career that I love so much. That's awesome. And just because I'm interested, I have some family members who are makeup artists. Do you um, normally do like weddings and events or is it like with modeling type of stuff? Like what do you normally do with uh, your makeup artist career? Um, in Scottsdale, I've mainly done commercial, corporate, and wedding type uh, makeup artistry, but I also taught at the Kensington Makeup School here, so teaching other people how to become makeup artists, and that has been a real passion for me that I wasn't expecting to love so much, but it's fun watching, like, people that are new to this industry, watching them have their, you know, to borrow Oprah's phrase, their aha moments, kind of makes you re-excited about an industry that I've been in for a while. Yeah, that's so cool. I love watching. I'm always watching videos of people doing makeup and all of that. So yeah. super exciting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, and yeah. in terms of Katie's season now, um, what are your just, I, let's just start with initial reactions so far. I mean, we're, we're almost halfway through. Um, how are you enjoying the season? I am liking it more than I thought I would. I, this has kind of been a little bit of a breath of fresh air where you just seen these honest conversations and Katie is not doing what I think a lot of people expect her to do. She's certainly not even choosing some of the guys that I would choose if I were her. Actually, in a way to get back to something that we're all so familiar with, but introducing some of the conversations that they needed to have a long time ago on this show about race and, you know, sexual histories and, and being more sex positive. I just love it. Yeah, I think we would definitely agree. Maddie and I have spoken about this a lot, but we love that they're not shying away from these important conversations and, that's something that I think that they need to do more and more of and just can continue to do so. Um, sort of quickly asking you, have you met Katie yet in person? I haven't. We um, 
we've talked a little bit in DMs, which I think it sounds bad to say, like I slid into her DMs. Um, but we've had a few conversations back and forth, uh, sometimes just about cat stuff, <laughs> but just showing her support because as much as this world is exciting and fun, no one can really prepare you for what it's like after the show airs and having, you know, people speculating about your personal life and, and everything else that goes along with it. So just showing your support and talking about our love for our cats. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I mean, yeah. And it's such a, like you said, no one can understand this experience unless you've done it. So it's so important to have that support. Um, from one another and and I'm sure she's feeling that love and yes I her her and her cats is awesome and I saw in your story too your cat is so cute so that's always a fun little connection <laughs> yeah I, I just it. think she's she's doing such a great job yes she really is and I wasn't expecting to enjoy the season as much as I am I was just a little bit skeptical going into it but it has proven to be like one of probably one of my favorite seasons so far. So I think we should jump into the episode. Um, obviously, we we started off with a bang with Blake coming in. So Elise, what was your reaction to that? And I mean, obviously, he showed up last episode, but he entered the house this episode right off the bat. I think the producers, normally when you don't let someone come in until a couple episodes, you know it's going to cause an uproar, but they kind of like pitched him a softball a little bit because they had Tasha come in and talk about how much she liked him and kind of vouch for him. And then also he came in right when everyone's talking about, are they here for the right reason? She's sending, you know, Thomas home and some of these other guys home for having, you know, maybe suspicious intentions where with him, she knows that he's there strictly for her. When you sign up for the show, you don't know who the bachelor or bachelorette is going to be most of the time. And he's obviously there for her. So he walked in right at a time where she was questioning everyone's intentions. And then he shows up. It's, it was a pretty good play, but I think he's going to get a lot uh, softer entrance than most people would. Like poor Heather last season. <laughs> I know Heather's yeah. entrance. Oh, I felt oh so God. bad for her. Oh, I wanted to reach to the screen and hug her and be like, oh, come on over. We'll drink wine and laugh about this later. Oh, I felt so bad. But I think Blake's entrance is going to be a lot smoother. Yeah, they definitely gave Heather yeah. a pretty poor edit too with with showing her all through her quarantine. Like I was like, the poor girl, just let her out. <laughs> but yeah, Jill, what did you think of Blake's um, entrance? Um, obviously, I was shocked because we all knew that he was coming on. And I sort of wish that we didn't know that he was coming on through the previews. I feel like it would have been a little more fun Um, for us as the audience but I was surprised that he did get a one-on-one straight off the bat were you both just as shocked that Katie gave him the one-on-one right when he entered I don't know I thought that was just a little weird I wasn't personally because I think what better way to stir up drama with the guys we've seen like throughout the past couple episodes that yes there's been drama but these guys like seem to have like a little club (laughs) where they like oh, who are we mad at today? And they team up against them. But also what's going to like stir the pot now that they've gotten rid of some of the questionable people giving Blake that one-on-one. Oh, so it was yeah. a, it was a smart TV choice. 
It definitely was. And I think they, of course, played it off of, you know, Katie kind of saying, oh, I want to see if there's a connection because I want to get rid of them if there's not, you know, as quickly as possible. But of course, they just wanted to make the guys, you know, upset. And it is so funny that you mentioned there's like this club almost. And I feel like Aaron is kind of like this ringleader of like, who are we going to like target each week? And I feel like this week it was Hunter and last week it was Thomas. And it's so funny that Aaron is almost like this ringleader. And I don't really see him having a connection with Katie that much. So like, I'm kind of waiting for Aaron to just kind of be that guy that, you know, get, you know, he sort of gangs up on all the other guys, but ends up not really forming a connection with the lead is kind of how I feel like Aaron is. Yeah, he's he stirs the pot really well, but seems to keep himself out of trouble somehow, which is a very interesting and almost incredibly hard to do thing because I don't know what it's like for the boys, but the girls all talk to each other, right? We gossip We're you know, so-and-so is doing this and speculating on, you know, who likes who and all this. And he seems to just be able to like dig out these guys and then walk away and let everyone else do his dirty work. And I don't know how he's doing it, but he's killing it. (laughs) He is doing a very good job, which is so funny. And in the, did you, Jill, did you see the bromance um, forming between Greg and Connor B? They were like uh, cuddling basically on the couch. I was cracking up. (laughs) That makes me so happy because they're definitely two of my favorite guys. So if it had to be anyone, it would have to be the two of them. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of cuddling that happens and I'm glad to see it with the guys, but you have to realize that you're isolated from everything. And I know even for me before my one-on-one, I was like, I'm just craving physical touch. Like I went to one of the producers. I'm like, can I have a hug, please? (laughs) Someone just hug me or like not, it sounds kind of scandalous and I don't mean it that way, but you're just so isolated and you're in such a weird environment that I think it allows you to be really connected with your castmates very, very quickly because you're just along for the ride with each other. Right, right. You just like form that bond. I don't blame you. Definitely. So in terms of Blake's one-on-one, um, you know, it seemed like they really, really hit it off and there was a ton of chemistry there between them. Um, Elise, what were your feelings toward that one-on-one? I think he is probably one of the only guys that I've seen so far. Um, there's a lot of guys we don't know much about, but the ones that they've like highlighted that could not Greg off of his pedestal a little bit and give him a run for his money. Um, because she shared a lot with him about like really deeply personal stuff, but also their chemistry. They couldn't like, they couldn't get away from each other. I, I, rolling in a hay sounds miserable to me, but they sure seem to enjoy it. <laughs> they definitely did. I was cracking up. I'm like, Oh my gosh, her hair is full of hay and they are just going for going it. For it. <laughs> Yes, they definitely were. So I mean, and and like you said, I was so glad to see that she was so comfortable with him sharing that story that she had obviously shared with some of the other guys um, on that group date a couple weeks ago, but um, she just seemed so comfortable to tell him. And I think they also bond over their sex positive sort of attitudes that they both have. Um, which is really great to see. So yeah, I'm definitely thinking he's going to be a front runner for this season. For sure. And I also kind of just want to highlight because so many of us have been through this in some way, shape or form, the way he responded to her and was like, I just want to make sure that, you know, like you are always safe and you're comfortable, like that you're always comfortable with me, won me over really quick. 
And I think it did for her too, where he wasn't just listening to her story and kind of reacting to it, but taking action with his words of, okay, let me know if I ever make you uncomfortable. I don't want to like he, he sort of going off of that. I feel like we got to see a different side of him because in Tasha's season, I don't know, he was sort of given this like awkward guy edit with the one-on-one date that they had where Tasha was just like not into him. So I kind of wasn't really feeling him either. It just felt really uncomfortable and awkward, but we got to see this more genuine side to Blake and see like what his passions are and what he does on a day-to-day basis and um, that he likes to travel. So I really liked that we got to know him a little bit more and it was nice to see that completely agree yeah definitely it was a a good breath of fresh air for for Blake so moving on into the group date obviously um we always have some sort of sporting event that happens you know get the masculinity the testosterone flowing and of course they do some sort of rugby meets basketball um but I feel like Hunter was the main focus for this group date um, I was scared. I was genuinely scared. I was like, this man needs to calm down. Um, what were your thoughts, Elise? Cause I, when they came out in their singlets or whatever that was, I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> First of all, those outfits were wild, but I, horrendous. the thing I kept thinking was like, they're still in quarantine. If any of these boys get hurt, they're off the show. Like if they go to the hospital, they can't come back cause they've like broken the bubble. So why in the world did they even take the risk of doing this in the first place is beyond me. Um, But as far as Hunter goes, yeah, he was aggressive, but I think there was something weird about the edit where I felt like, why is everyone blaming Hunter for their aggression? Where they're like, once he did the first tackle, we all went for it. It it seemed a little off, but yeah, Hunter really came out there with um, his confidence turned to cockiness a little bit. It just didn't need to be quite so aggressive. And in the previews, I thought he was the one that hit my boy, Michael, and I wanted to reach through the TV and kill him. But apparently it was it was Justin. (laughs) I know. And I was sad because Justin's one of my favorites. And I was like, oh, my goodness, they, of course, made it seem like Hunter did it. Um, But yeah, that literally broke my heart. Like I wanted to start crying because we love Michael. That boy, I mean, protect that man at all costs, put him in his own bubble of just butterflies and rainbows I love him yes oh yeah we both love him as well I think this date kind of reminded me of um Hannah Brown's date where they did like the I think it was very similar they did like the rugby game or whatever Mm -hmm. and when like Luke he sort of attacked Luke S that reminded me of when like Michael was like smacked to the ground I was like oh my god please not another repeat of this like I'm so over it at this point. I just don't really understand the sporting events. They make no sense to me. Like Katie is 20 feet away from them most of the time. Mm-hmm. I get that it's like fun TV to watch maybe, but it, I just don't enjoy them. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan. either. <laughs> yeah, especially the ones like that. It just wasn't, there wasn't like, didn't seem like it was very fun for them either. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I feel like Luke P not as extreme, but I feel like Hunter gives me Luke P vibes a bit because he is getting that cockiness where he thinks like it's going to be him at the end. And I just, I think Katie's almost starting to get that vibe from him and getting a little turned off from it, even though 
She gave him the group date rose, which I was pretty surprised about, but I think she might start picking up on that a bit that they don't have as great of a connection as she has with other guys. But I don't know. He seemed very confident. Or cocky. Either or. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Choose what light you want to see it in. Cocky is probably a better word for it. Um, But he did, you know, open up to her and and show her um, some pictures of his children. And then I feel like we just have to comment on it quickly. Um, Michael A. telling the guys about his wife. I was just sobbing. This show rarely makes me actually cry. I watched that scene a few times and not only how he delivered it as not a poor me, but more like empowering to the other men of like, hey, our time is short, not only in this environment, but in general, make the most of it really hit hard, but also how genuinely the guys responded to him. You can tell that as much as we like him, I always watch how the cast reacts to other cast members because it will tell you what editing doesn't, right? And the way they all started crying, oh, I lost it. Because they they all have a lot of respect for this man, clearly. 100%. Michael A is a gem and a half. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely needs to be protected. And I'm like, I, I really hope this man does not get his heart broken. Um, but moving on to the second one-on-one, um, Andrew S's date, I feel like we've never really seen a date like this before I don't know have we seen something like this because I thought it was so creative and different well they have to be creative when they only can be on a resort (laughs) right when they have literally nothing else they can do they're like let's hang lights (laughs) I I know it's cute I loved it that boy just makes me smile and he's just like he can talk about serious things and then two seconds later he's smiling you're like okay everything's right in the world again I love Andrew he's so great I just need him to talk in a British accent more and we'll be good to go like that's all I need (laughs) you need full Bridgerton or whatever that show is yes yes honestly and he's got such a good accent so yeah no I thought it was adorable their chemistry was so cute and kind of going into it, I was a little nervous because it seems like he was quite nervous and and hoping that the connection was there, but it totally was. And um, obviously talking previously about those really important conversations, them speaking about having an interracial relationship and what that would mean um, if they, you know, go all the way and if they end up having children together. I thought that was a conversation that was so important to have. So I'm glad um, that the date just in general went really well for them. Me too. And these are conversations that I think are often reserved for like fantasy suites and off camera time. So I'm glad that they're showing it because a lot of the conversations you get little clips of them, right? But they're sometimes a bit surface level, which if you're going to try to make a relationship work, especially a relationship in the public eye after three months, you need to know as much as you can about these people and what your life would look like afterwards. And I think he did a really good job of discussing like his past, but in a way of like, now I know not only with his actual immediate family and talking about his dad, but in his past relationships and what he wants from a partner, especially in an interracial couple. Um, it, it was, it was great to watch. And I hope it opens the door for more conversations about stuff like this. Definitely. Yeah. I thought it was 100%. so nice to see and so nice to hear. Um, so yeah, definitely. And we've, we've loved Andrew S for a long time. We have a, um, a kind of like a 
pool tort sort of thing at my work where it's like, is Andrew S going to go home first or Andrew M? And of course we see Andrew M go home this week. And I was hoping we would get more from Andrew M. Like I thought maybe we'd see a little bit more from him on air, but um, you know, kind of moving on to that cocktail party and rose ceremony. Um, I feel like the main part of the cocktail party was Hunter with the cockiness again, pulling her away for that one-on-one sort of moment that obviously was just not needed. I'm like, you already have a rose. Come on. Like let some of the other guys have a moment. It was awkward to say the least. (laughs) Um, I don't know what's going on with Hunter. I don't know if they're going to like set us up for this villain edit with him. Um, But it just, the whole thing seemed odd to me. Um, But I'll tell you what, I, I'm having a hard time because some of my favorites week by week, it, it it keeps changing. So I don't know how Katie's doing this. Yeah, there are some really, really good guys. I feel like she is starting to form a very good connection with multiple men. Like it's not just like, okay, there's that one front runner. I feel like it's maybe like four or five front runners at this point. Um, so we see Josh, Courtney and Andrew M go home. Were you surprised by any of these, Elise? I feel like I didn't really get invested in any of them. We didn't get to see much of them except for Courtney wrapping himself up in toilet paper for some odd reason. Yeah, (laughs) that was so awkward. I didn't know what the heck was going on with that. I was hoping he was going to make a quarantine joke and not, you know, a bathroom joke, but oh well. (laughs) Um, So I think that kind of helped seal the deal um, and he was out, but I just want to get to know some of the, I'm hoping for more one-on-ones because we are on episode, what, five? And there's only been three one-on-ones. That's wild. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that until you said it. That's crazy. Yeah, that is really wild. Normally, like this was the week that I left um, on the season I was on. And we had, I felt like people were going on -on one-on-ones every few days. So it's really crazy that there's only been three thus far. It makes me wonder if they're, stretching out the season a little bit not as fact like an airing time but maybe a lot is going to happen later um that they're just kind of starting it a little slower I don't I don't know what's going on but three and five weeks is really crazy yeah that is really interesting is that so like obviously from your experience on the show I mean what we see is only a snippet of what's going on so is it kind of where like one one-on-one will happen one day and then like another will happen the next day or are they very spread out between week to week like how is that kind of work so it depends on the week but generally and like before you start traveling which they're not doing so that's why I'm going to reference is you have um someone's going on a one-on-one and then there's going to be two group dates but that happens like a week in bachelor world is really like four days so the poor lead is doing dates back to back um, but it, then we have a couple of days, sort of like a one day break and then the next quote unquote week starts. Um, so it generally, there's one every episode though, besides, you know, night one. So it's just really odd to me that there's only been three. We should have had at least four and depending on editing, maybe even five at this point. Go ahead. Jill, and sorry. if you had to pick your, no, you're good. If you had to pick your front runners for the season, who would be like your top four at the moment? My top four for me are for Katie. <laughs> we could do both. both. <laughs> I mean, it's not these boys are pretty to look at. Not for me in a romantic sense, but I enjoy watching some of these people on my television screen. Um, I think Greg is an obvious front runner. 
as I'm not sold on him whatsoever, um, which is not really people love him. And, and I think um, he's great. And this episode I, definitely endeared me to him, but there's something under the surface. I don't know what it is, but I just, I think he might be a runner. I'm not sure, but that's my prediction. Um, and then obviously Michael Connor, I have a feeling she's going to get like the ick with. So I'm going to say Blake, number one, Greg, number two, Michael three, and hopefully bachelor Andrew come see me in Arizona and Connor number four. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Those are good. That's perfect. <laughs> I, that's interesting. You say that though, about Greg, because I think, you know, and Jill, have I, Jill and I have talked about this on our podcast that there is something a little off about Greg and we're waiting for something to kind of crack. And I think we started to see it a bit this episode where he is getting really insecure. And I, I think he could potentially be one of those people that ends up pulling themselves out of this or, you know, leaving because it seems like there is so much drama in store. That upcoming highlight was insane. Like, I'm like, what is happening? It was a preview for a horror movie, not The Bachelorette. Yeah, that was wild. Oh what God. was with the so- like the crazy demon things on fire I, in the back? Right. I'm like, what is going on? That did not wild. seem romantic at all. I don't know if they're at a seance. I'm sure we'll learn about it, but I I was confused from one second into that preview of what in the world is happening. Yeah. It was absolutely wild. I just kept, I literally like the whole time, right? The whole time my mouth was just like wide open. And I looked over to my mom and I'm like, what is going on here? And I mean, it looked like there were some really happy moments. Like it looked like Justin gets a one-on-one. Um, There's a couple other, like seemed like good things. And then I just felt like Katie was running from one place to the next crying. And I'm like, what is going on? She's jumping into Andrew S's arms and then, Greg's crying and there's just so many tears like so many there's a lot of man tears on this season in store for us and I I don't know what in the heck is happening um I did hear like a little snippet from Katie's interview with Nick saying that her heart got broken Mm -hmm. um I hope that it ends in happiness because we all need a happy little love story after the past few seasons but that preview didn't make me feel very comfortable that that's what we're going to get. Definitely not. Yeah. I just, I, I just feel like it's not, I don't know. I just have this gut feeling that it's just not going to end the way that we want it to, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but definitely seems like there's a lot more drama and tears in store for the second half of her season, but overall, um, I'm absolutely loving it. So I can't wait for, for next week, but yeah, I think Jill, did we hit everything in our episode recap? I feel like we did, unless Elise, there's something that you want to touch on that we didn't get to mention yet. Yes, actually there is. Can we talk about Connor and those damn shirts? Excuse my language. (laughs) Yes. I don't even know if I hate it. I'm just confused by the choice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just kept thinking, wow, this is like a week after week thing. This wasn't just like a one night thing. Does he not have buttons at the top of his shirt? Or is this just his vibe? I don't know. Math teacher in him. I have never had a math teacher come in 
looking like he's going to play me the banjo with a completely undone shirt. Right. Okay. And it seems well, like it's I getting lower. I had a math teacher do that. You had a math well, teacher come in with a minute. shirt? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. play the guitar. No, I've had a oh. math teacher play the guitar. Oh. Not, not I thought you meant they come in with their shirt off. I'm like, Joe, where did you go to school? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just play the guitar, not the shirt part. That's so funny. That's actually kind of funny you mentioned it though, because now I'm thinking my middle school math teacher was also a musician. So like maybe there's some sort of something with math teachers in like he played the ukulele, but he really needs to, I don't know, like everyone else seems like they're in like a full suit and he's just chilling with his shirt open. Where, I mean, I live in Arizona, so depending on where they're filming this, I might completely understand because right now I am dripping in sweat because I turned my AC off. Yeah. So I guess I can understand because I wouldn't want to be in a three-piece suit if they're filming, you know, in some hot place. But she's always bundled up, so I don't know what this choice is about, but it, it kind of, I love it in a weird way because it just cracks me up when everyone's walking around full like tuxes. And he's right. He's just chilling with his shirt. Maybe there's no buttons that are buttoned up. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, the Taylor. <laughs> well, it is that New Mexico, be. so it does seem like sometimes it's really hot, but then other times it looks like they're freezing. And the one episode, um, Katie literally had gloves on. Like I'm like, what is the temperature there? Well, in the desert, nighttime can get quite chilly, and they've what they film this in spring so yeah that would make sense so now his buttons don't make any sense whatsoever yeah. now I'm like hmm <laughs> yes but he is something else I want to see more from him in their relationship because I think obviously in the beginning it seemed like he was such a front runner and everyone seemed to love him and I feel like he's kind of falling back a bit now and just sort of writing songs for her and I'm like can we get to know you a bit more yeah, I like him. I think if you can overcome dressing as a cat and making out with paws on your hands, you have to be um, in a pretty good spot. But I'm really concerned that she's going to get like a kind of an ick factor with him. Where yeah, I can see that. Where when he d- realizes he's no longer yeah, like, one definitely. of the front runners, he might go full steam ahead like he is like with these songs and stuff and just be a little too much. Right. That could happen. So... Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot's going on in this episode. And I feel like overall, it was a pretty good episode, better than last week's at least. Um, so yeah, we are so thankful to you, Elise, for coming on and talking with us. Um, yeah, we had so much fun. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I hope everyone listens to your podcast. And thank we'll you. see what the heck is in store for the rest of the season. Because that yeah, preview made me yes. worried. Definitely. Definitely. And can you let our listeners know, um, like your social media handles, where they can find you? And I know that, like I said, um, was watching your Instagram stories and stuff to continue to get your thoughts throughout the season. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. It's just Elise, E-L-Y-S-E, Michelle underscore M-U-A, which stands for makeup artist, not a kiss noise, which I'm asked (laughs) quite often. So it's Elise (laughs) Michelle underscore Mua on Instagram amazing official guys (laughs) (laughs) I love it well thank you so much Elise we really appreciate it it was so nice talking to you absolutely thank you guys so much sorry that we had to reschedule oh no worries be back on 
Yes, yes. Go get, go get cool. Have a good you one. Too. Nice meeting you. <laughs> you too, Joe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, we really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Elise in that recap. It was definitely super nice to talk to her and hear a little bit more about her time on Colton's season, as well as her thoughts on Katie's season. Um, I definitely feel like she had some good, like different perspectives that I wouldn't normally like think of, but I really enjoyed talking to her. She was super, super sweet. And I just want to make an apology again for my Wi-Fi situation. (laughs) Honestly, like it's been an interesting two weeks trying to figure out where I can record and make a makeshift quiet studio. And today was definitely not that day. So I just want to give my condolences to my recording space because it was not so hot. But I want to thank Elise for sticking with us because she was so sweet and I loved all her commentary. So that was awesome. Yes, definitely. We are trying to work out all of the kinks with our kind of new spots that we're in in life. And so we're trying our best to make it work. But um, yeah, I think we'll, you know, kind of moving forward, hopefully be in a little bit of a better spot. But hey, that is the world we live in with technology and Zoom and all of that. So it's Um, a-okay. But yeah, so I think we just have a couple Bachelor news tidbits that we're going to talk about. And then we have a super duper exciting announcement that we have been working on for what seems like months now. And we've been wanting to tell you guys and finally everything is official. And we can share the news, but let's wait and we'll do it after Bachelor news. Yes. All right. So the first story is not really much of a shocker, but I mean, I guess we can talk about it. Um, so basically, Dale and Claire are engaged again. I Okay, so with this, I was looking at both of their Instagrams and I feel like they didn't officially announce it, but I saw it on E! News' Instagram that they were... I guess, engaged again. So I don't know much about it, but I've definitely seen her where I've seen her wear the ring again. So, I mean, I guess we have to assume so. So my question is like, does that mean that he had to propose again? Or is it just like, okay, our (laughs) engagement's back on, like put the ring on? No, I guess it would be the latter. I, I don't, I don't know, unless like, they're in a better spot and you know he's he felt like he had to be romantic or whatever but I feel like it was kind of like hey maybe we're in a good spot let's just slip the ring back on kind of thing right right I don't know but I mean obviously they have been back together for quite a bit of time now and it seems like they're living together maybe I'm not really sure I honestly don't keep up with them that much Keeping up with Dale and Claire. They should replace keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> right, right. I'm not sure they do as well, though. <laughs> 20 seasons? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I couldn't probably make it through one season. But the fat <laughs> Neil Lane ring is back on her finger. So there's yeah, your Dale you. and Claire update. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing that's happening... Um, is about Lauren, um, Lauren Lane, who we told you guys, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe, uh, or maybe it was two weeks ago at this point that 
her mm -hmm. and Chris Lane, um, who obviously is the country singer. Lauren was engaged to Ben Higgins um, back in the day. They had their baby Dutton and it says that basically, it, I think they told people more stuff on their Instagram story, um, but the baby Dutton had to like go back into the hospital and something wasn't right. Um, and they were testing him for a bunch of stuff. So they posted on Instagram saying, this past weekend wasn't at all how we expected to celebrate a holiday weekend, but we're all resting and Dutton seems to be feeling much better. Thank you to anyone who prayed for us. And if you're wondering, oh, that was just about their dogs. So something happened with the baby, um, yeah. but hopefully everything is okay now. And right. um, yeah, yeah, hopefully baby Dutton's okay. I know, sending her thoughts and prayers always and yeah. such a sweet little baby. And I'm so happy for her that she's finally seemed like had her happy ending. So wishing them all the best for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then of course there's been like little things here and there, um, which I'm sure all of you have seen about Bachelor in Paradise and who's gonna yes. replace Chris Harrison. And so there's lots of like things buzzing, but nothing has been confirmed, nothing's official. So we'll keep our eyes and ears open for anything relating to that and keep you guys updated. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I feel like all of the people are starting to return from paradise. And so it's like interesting to see who's popping up where and when, um, but yeah. Well, I think by the time we drop this episode, the cast is going to be released. I think it's really being released tomorrow. So oh my goodness, well, it's something we're going to have to talk about next week, but yeah, the cast is getting released. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously like we all had our speculations and some people, you know, it was very obvious they were off social media. So mm -hmm. we knew that they were there, but that's super exciting. Yeah. So we'll have to keep you guys updated about that next week. Um, but yeah, I think we should jump into our super exciting yes. news. <laughs> so Maddie, Maddie, why don't you kick it off? <laughs> okay. So we have been trying really, really hard for the past couple months to give our listeners back something because you guys have been so absolutely supportive of this podcast. I mean, we started off so small and obviously we are still, you know, decently small, but we have grown <laughs> in our listeners and our followers on Instagram. And obviously we would not be able to do this podcast without you guys supporting us week to week. And so we're super excited mm -hmm. to be able to start giving you guys something back. Um, and obviously a ton of, you know, podcasts, you know, kind of continue to be around through advertising. Um, so we're super excited to announce our first partnership and Ooh. I'm is so ecstatic um, to tell you guys that our partnership is with Adam and Eve. Oh my God, Maddie is freaking out right now. And I think this sponsorship couldn't come at a better time because Obviously, Katie is very open about her sexuality. She's very sex positive. So this partnership couldn't come at a better time, at a better season of The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And we're so thankful and grateful. And honestly, we couldn't have done this without our listeners and without you guys listening every week. And we're so grateful. Like, honestly, it's just, it's been a crazy ride and something we never ever expected. I know this sounds like an acceptance speech, but it's like, it's, 
we were accepting the partnership and we're just so (laughs) grateful but honestly we are and it's like it's kind of like a dream come true type of thing because like we never expected that this podcast would like go that far or that we would be doing this for a while. At least I didn't like in the beginning, I was very much like, yeah, let's just do this. It's something fun to do like in quarantine. And it was always like kind of that dream in the back of our heads to start, you know, having partnerships with different companies. And so the fact that we can now say like, Hey, we have a code and you guys can go use it is like so surreal. It's very surreal. So Maddie, why don't you start us off and tell us, our listeners, about our sponsorship. Yes, definitely. (laughs) So we have a lot of kind of information to throw at you guys, and we'll be obviously promoting this week to week. We'll also be um, promoting it on our Instagram stories. And like Jill said, we just feel like this partnership with Adam and Eve is so coming at the perfect time. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been so awesome to kind of watch Katie's journey and her Um, being so open and honest about her journey that she has had with um, her sexuality and, you know, obviously different things that have happened to her um, and how she has been able to kind of come out on top and be able to um, really share that positivity when it comes to sex. And that's something that we also feel so strongly about is promoting that safe consensual sex that is so important in relationships. And obviously the bachelor, you see these romantic relationships forming and sex is a big part of that. Um, and obviously, you know, it's all like, oh, the fantasy suites and all of that. But uh, it's like so nice to see someone like Katie be so open and honest about it with the guys yeah. and also people like Blake who are coming in and also being very sex positive. So we are so excited to now be able to offer you guys something with Adam and Eve. And obviously, I guess we should have maybe prefaced what Adam and Eve is. If some of our listeners don't know, Um, Adam and Eve is an online adult um, store where you can basically get anything you want for sexual activity. So whether that's getting um, different toys, or if that's getting movies, if that's getting um, condoms, anything really that you can think of. um, Up to you. (laughs) Literally anything up to you. There's lingerie. There's so many different things for him, for her, for anyone. Um, So yeah, we are really, really excited to give you guys a promo code to get free stuff, which obviously free stuff is so awesome. We all love free stuff. I know I always love free stuff, (laughs) but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. So yes, yes, take it away, Jill. Select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve will load on the free stuff. (laughs) Woo! We absolutely love free stuff. So when you go on Adam and Eve, any item is going to be for the most part, almost all any one item is going to be 50% off, but then you can use our new promo code, which is degree. That's D-E-G-R-E-E. So degree, because we're obviously the bachelor degree, that's our (laughs) code. So if you use that at checkout, you're going to get 10 free tantalizing gifts. Yes, and you would get also get a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And this is crazy. You'll get six free spicy movies plus free shipping. I mean, who doesn't love free shipping? Like, I will look for a girl code till I cannot look anymore just for free shipping. But then getting free gifts on top of it is so awesome. And it's really fun, too, because 
you don't know what you're going to get, but mm-hmm. it's honestly really, really good stuff speaking from experience yeah. over here. <laughs> um, so yes, that is offer code degree. Again, that's D E G R E E offer code degree at checkout at adamandeve.com. So you just have to go to adamandeve.com, use our offer code and you'll get 10 free gifts plus free shipping. Yes. All right, guys. So that's our episode. That's our exciting announcement for the episode. We had Bachelor News. We had Blake. We had Adam and Eve. We had all the stuff for y'all. Elise, so, everything. It was everything. honestly everything. such a good episode. Like the fact that yeah. we can have someone back again from Bachelor Nation who's mm-hmm. been on the show. We had a great episode. We had some Bachelor News and then this super exciting, you know, opportunity for you guys and really exciting news for us to finally share with you. So we really hope you take advantage of it and use our offer code. Yes. So obviously we would love it if you would follow us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple. If you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars and leave us a comment. We would also love to hear from you guys. And as always, follow us on our Instagram at the Bachelor Degree Podcast for all your latest Bachelor news and updates from us. Yeah, guys. And of course, we will be with you weekly weekly to recap Katie's season of The Bachelorette and update you on all things Bachelor Nation. And as always, we will talk to you Bachelor bitches next week on The Bachelor Degree. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.